Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Where will each chapter take you? June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. After a stressful take on the valley, there's nothing more relaxing than playing a round of June's Journey. I take in all the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. So can you crack the case? June needs your help, detective. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, babes? Oh my goodness. I can't believe we're doing this, Luke. Welcome back to VPR from the start. We will be recapping Vanderpump Rules Season 2. Season 2, and we're going to keep pushing on. And we're going to keep pushing on. Back by popular demand. Yes. So, you guys, for obvious reasons, I wasn't really thinking ahead when we started doing these recaps that Season 2 and a couple other seasons might be a little difficult for me. So, if you are watching along with us and this is your first time going back to the earlier seasons of Vanderpump Rules, uh, you will find out why. This season was a little rough for me to go back to, but like Luke said, the demand was noted. So here we are. And all I ask of all of you is to be entertained and, you know, follow along with us if you want to relive the past. If you've seen it before, I'll give you some of the inside info like we did on season one. (laughs) Um, But just be gentle with me. (laughs) That's all. That's all I ask. Are you ready to do this? I'm ready. Let's go. All right. So VPR season two, episode one, a catered affair to remember. And boy, do I remember that catered affair. Oh, so it opens with Kristen and Lisa kind of getting upset with each other. I guess Kristen's upset about something, gets sent home. Can you elaborate? Yes. So, oh my God, I have not watched this season, you guys, since it aired in 2014. We literally filmed this 10 years ago, a freaking decade ago. And the second it opened, I remembered this was another sort of Housewives mini like crossover with Vanderpump Rules. So we're all at Kyle Richards' house, her old house, and she's having a party with all of the housewives and friends there. And we were brought on the staff of Sir to cater this party. 
And if you didn't watch Housewives, you kind of don't understand what's going on because all you see is Lisa and I get into it and she kicks me out of Kyle's house. She's like, go home. And I'm like, oh, what do you want me to walk home? So what happened was I was supposed to be bartending with Tom Sandoval. We were dating at the time. And I believe, I know that she didn't let me bartend with him. And I believe if I'm not mistaken, Ariana was there and Ariana got to bartend with Tom. I could be wrong, but I feel like that's what happened. I just remember that's why I was really upset because it felt like my buttons were being pushed for a reason, obviously, because we were filming a fucking television show, but I didn't know that at the time. So I get pissy and I leave. So that's kind of what happened. And Luke, what did you think about my little fit? Uh, it was so quick and I don't watch, I haven't seen the housewife episode, so yeah. I was kind of lost. So that's why it was good that you were able to fill me in on the extra context of that. Mm-hmm. I asked you, I was like, wait, wait, was this like filmed earlier? Was this a pickup yeah, like, scene? How did we like, miss? yeah, how, what, what, what did we miss here? It was a weird way to like, if you're only watching Vanderpump rules, it is a little weird because you're like, wait, so they're at this thing and now there's this black and white, like, you know, throwback to like five minutes ago or something like that. It was a little, it was a little weird, but that's the context. That's what happened. I think that my, my buttons were just being pushed because they knew that I was going to react because it was a trigger. Right, right, right. So after you go home, uh, Sheena comes into scene and it's her and Brandy, like right out the gate, the tooth gate, the fucking tooth gate. Brandy of course calls it out. And says, Sheena, uh, what's wrong with your tooth? It's a little gray. And then Sheena is like over explaining about her fucking surgery that Brandy clearly doesn't give a shit about. Brandy's more trying to take digs because, as we all know, Sheena hooked up with Brandy's ex-husband. And then Sheena's freaking out. She's crying to Lisa. She's upset about it. And then at some point, I saw, I remember Sheena then wanted to talk to Stassi. Yeah, so Stassi and Sheena end up getting in a fight in the kitchen area. Yeah, so yeah. they like go to... Sheena basically goes to try to talk to Stassi. Stassi doesn't give Sheena the response that she wants. Like, they're not friends. Stassi doesn't want to be her friend. And Sheena loses her shit. Well, I thought they were friends, but it was just Sheena saying, we've been so tight and I'm just so hurt oh, that yeah. you didn't... Oh, yeah. She didn't reach out to me when I had this... The surgery. surgery, right. Six and a half hours. Yeah. Which, okay. I'm going to tell you guys what, what happened was, cause Luke, you don't know this either. So it was right after, I think it was like we were done filming the reunion or the finale party of season one. And I didn't go, but like we, everyone went to like this bar and it's like a local bar that we all love. And there, the floor was really wet. Like someone had spilled a beer and Sheena slipped and I've seen the surveillance footage and it's pretty traumatizing to watch. I'm not going to lie. She slipped. She falls on her face or she like caught herself on her hands and then slipped and her face hit the floor and she knocked out her two front teeth. So it was like pretty fucked up at the time. But however, in hindsight, I'm going, I mean, yes, what happened that was pretty shitty and traumatic, but like a six and a half hour surgery. Well, you know what? I've had veneers done. And then I had my veneers removed and I have had crowns put on. And that Two is it's not surgery, but it's it's like a three four hour thing, and you're under. I will also say the reason Katie did not give Sheena any grace because I'm sure most of you remember that many years ago in 2009, Katie fell through a skylight. Katie broke her jaw, her collarbone, her ribs, and knocked teeth out. How would other people know that that was before? Well, because we've filming. talked because we've talked about it on the show, and I think okay. Vanderpump Rules fans like well, we've talked about Katie's traumatic. Has experience. that come up yet in Vanderpump though? 
Not yet in Vanderpump, but it happened far before. Right, right, right. That's why anyway. I'm saying people that with where we are now, I only know about it because what you've told me, I haven't okay. heard it brought up yet. Well, I'll, so I'll tell you guys, that's why Katie had zero fucks to give because Katie was, you know, hospitalized for weeks and she too had to have implants put in. And anyway, the fucking tooth surgery, it was last, last season. It was like Sheena's eye and then it was like her sprained ankle and now it's the fucking tooth. So, right. So yeah, after the little Stassi and Sheena fight and Lisa breaks it up, Stassi goes outside to Jack's and they're talking. And so I, you know, I had questions for Kristen cause sure. I'm like, wait, what's happening here? And they, they get to it pretty quick. Um, make it pretty obvious that Jax is fighting to get Stassi back. Oh, yeah, because you said, wait, are they back together? And I was like, no, no, no. Right. So that whole thing, you know, it'll elaborate further on. But the the party wraps and everybody goes to the parlor room. Yes, where I am waiting, having cocktails with my super cute braided hair. Ugh, I remember that day I had Katie braid my hair and I just felt like so pretty. And I was so skinny and so young and it's just like a whole nother lifetime but I do remember this fight with Katie because they were all trying to tell me like essentially and I've been told this for years by all my friends and Tom when we were dating was like Kristen choose your battles like it's Lisa you're never gonna win she's your boss like you have to abide by the rules and I'm like I'm not gonna fucking roll over and be a doormat like all of you and you know what maybe when I was her employee could I have pick my battles a little bit. But as we know now, 10 years later, I'm still being treated the same damn way. And I'm 40 and I have not worked for her. Yeah, I will say from the, I don't know, there hasn't been enough context in this to show how much Lisa seems to despise you from the beginning. <laughs> I mean, like in the first season, it opens up, she like gives you a slight of saying, the only reason you still have a job is because you had the second highest tips or something yeah. like that in that little scene. And it's like, Hmm. Okay. So she was coming after Kristen to begin with mm -hmm. and it seems to keep going. Anywho, uh, in that whole little parlor room conversation, mm -hmm. um, I think, yeah, everyone was kind of coming at you, but also saying they're concerned for you. They don't want you to lose your job. Mm -hmm. Be honest, babe. You, you looked a little drunk in that scene. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I think we were drunk all the time. I think I weighed like a buck 20. Well, you, I guess a little bit more, you like said yeah. a little slur to your voice. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It, trust me, it gets worse. It gets worse as the season goes on. Oh, not lovely. proud guys. Definitely not proud. So yeah, everyone, yeah, vacates the parlor room and Kristen wanted to. Oh, cause we see Jax's fucking pickup truck and I'm like, wow, that pickup truck has had some days. That pickup truck has stolen so much alcohol from Sir, so many, so much alcohol from catering jobs. Also... I mean, I remember, well, it'll come up this season when Jax got arrested because that's in the, um, in the teaser sort of, and I had to like go with him to like pick his truck up and drive the fucking truck. Cause he couldn't drive. And we've, I don't know, the boys have thrown salsa and pumpkins at that truck before. And it was just like, man, the memories, man, the memories anyway, oh, <laughs> I don't know. Funny. It was just like our life back then, you know, right. it was wild. And just like all the fun days of Sir, like as you see, we're now, you'll see us like working at Sir and like all hanging out together. And it was like, those were the good days. Like we didn't mind going into work. It was like, we get to go hang out with our friends and that's why we had a fucking show. Uh, I remember enjoying working in that industry. We had a really fun group of people in Colorado mm -hmm. Springs. I told you, yeah, brought that up before. So yeah, back to this though. Now we dive right into Tom admitting uh, his cheating on Kristen a few months prior. Mm-hmm. It like go straight to him in an interview looking, you know, obviously not happy about it, but 
owning up to it. What he said was um, last year, like however many months ago, I did end up cheating on Kristen with a bottle service girl in Vegas. And I was like, you ended up doing it. It just was like reminding me so much of Scandaval. Like what well, we hadn't, you know, we, we weren't, we didn't have a good relationship. We hadn't been sleeping together. I ended up doing it. Whoops. Yeah. Like what? She slipped and fell on your dick. Like how did that work out? Anyway, it was just like, again, 10 years later, same shit. <laughs> right. Right. So yeah, after that little bit, we now cut to shopping for with Lisa, Sheena and Pandora oh, shopping for their dual birthday dresses. Yep. It's so vomit worthy. And listen, I, I love Pandora. We're not as close as we used to be, but I can't handle the fake British accent. I just can't handle it. I don't understand why. And Luke, you even noticed later on in this episode, you said, oh, when, when Pandora's talking to me at the birthday party, you go, oh my God, I hear her slipping in and out of the accent. Yep. Because she doesn't use the accent unless she's with her parents. And maybe it's like a thing they have that I don't know about, like a respect thing or... I don't know what it is, but I'm just saying, Pandy, I love you, but the accent only comes out when you're on TV or you're with your parents. So (laughs) anyway. Oh, man. Game changing. That's what Kitsch's biggest fans say about beauty essentials for skin, hair, body. Are you ready to change your beauty game? They say that hair care is the new skincare, but there's one brand that has taken it to the next level. With a cult-like following, Kitsch has created game-changing essentials beauty enthusiasts swear by. From satin pillowcases to time-saving towels, Kitsch knows that hair care doesn't stop in the shower. So whatever your budget, your skin type, your hair type, Kitsch believes you deserve a little indulgences at affordable prices, morning, noon, and night. Started in 2010 by selling hair ties door-to-door, literally just hustle in a dream, Kitsch is self-funded, female-founded, and now carried in over 20,000 retail locations. Maybe you've seen Kitsch's satin pillowcases, caps, and eye masks. I know I've posted them on my Instagram. Great for your hair and skin while you sleep. Or their heatless satin curling rollers. Say bye-bye to heat damage. But the latest Kitsch viral craze? Rice water shampoo bars, which can improve your overall hair growth and density. Reviewers say they'll never use bottled shampoo again. And that's a quote. And their hair feels and looks 1,000% better between washes. I don't even know which product is my favorite, the satin pillowcase, the heatless curlers, or the cute as hell accessories. I got the Aura satin pillowcase and not only is it adorable, but it also prevents facial creases and breakouts. And right now, Kitsch is offering you 30% off your entire order at mykitsch.com slash doty. That's right, 30% off anything and everything at mykitsch, K-I-T-S-C-H dot com slash doty. One more time, it's mykitsch.com slash doty for 30% off your entire order. Send me a DM when you order yours. Hey there, lovely listeners. We've got something super exciting to talk about today. Do you want to add a pop of color and a dash of fabulous to your life? Well, I've got just the thing for you. Olive in June. Picture this. You, your favorite drink, your favorite playlist playing in the background, and a fresh Olive in June manicure in the making. Olive in June has everything you need to take your nail game to the next level. From their beautiful nail polish shades that would make a unicorn jealous, to their super handy, easy to use, and dare I say, life-changing tools, they've got it all. The best part? You don't need to be a nail pro to achieve salon-quality nails. Olive in June makes it foolproof designed for everyone, whether you're a DIY diva or just looking for a little nail therapy. And here's the 
kicker. Their polish lasts and lasts. And I am talking about I'm running a marathon and my nails still look amazing kind of lasting. But that's not all. Olive and June is committed to being eco-friendly and what's more important to me than cruelty-free. So you can feel good about pampering yourself without the guilt. Go ahead, pamper yourself. Unleash your inner nail artist and get ready to flaunt nails that will turn heads. Olive and June because life's too short for boring nails. And I love Olive and June because it's not only incredibly affordable, but the paint is beautiful and lasts for such a long time. They even have press-ons I'm obsessed with. They look so real, last super long, and have so many different sizes you can always find the perfect fit. Visit oliveandjune.com slash Doty for 20% off your first Olive and June system. That's O-L-I-V-E-A-N-D-J-U-N-E dot com slash D-O-U-T-E for 20% off your first Olive and June system. So now we cut to Fratelli with Stassi and her dad. Yes. Oh, by the way, guys, shout out to fucking Fratelli. I had lunch there a few weeks ago for the first time in a while because it's over in WeHo. As you know, we're in the Valley and oh, that place is just the best. And the owner remembered me and he was like, oh my God, you used to come here all the time. You used to film here. And I was like, yes, I love you. Shout out. I haven't tried it yet. So we'll have to do that. Yes, for sure. But yes, we have Mark there with his Bailey's in tow. Right. And he makes the joke about... uh, Having the shakes. Yeah, having the shakes. It's just to keep the shakes away. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of an alcoholic joke. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, the the whole point of their lunch there is for Jax to come and apologize to Mark Mark Stassi's dad about the way he treated Stassi and his valiant attempt to get her back. Yes. It's, um, it's fucking awkward. A scene. It's super awkward. It is. The whole Steve McQueen thing was the the comic relief. Yeah. That, yeah, that was such a Jaxism. Just, he's like, like, yeah, man. Yeah. He's like, who the fuck is Steve McQueen? Do I have to Google who that is? But also just being like, and then Jack saying like, oh, so you met Frank. And Mark's like, yeah, I did. And basically saying Frank's like a better person than Jax is, like right to his face. And it, it's just like this awkward tension. But Jax isn't even like actually trying to apologize, like barely at all. But he did. Kind of. He apologized, but it wasn't well received, obviously. Yeah. He's like, obviously. you just compounded mistakes and he's just like yeah. beating him down. And it's like, hey, you're, you're right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> That's true. That's true. Jax like what else do you say? Right. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my gosh. oh, man. So that awkward scene wraps up and we cut back to Sir. Yeah. Everyone's kind of having fun. And Lisa comes in looking for Kristen. Shocking. And I just see like, I'm watching this back, looking at Natalie's face, Guillermo's wife, just going, she's got to play the boss lady. But like Natalie and I are so close. I just knew how terribly uncomfortable that was. And I get slapped with a two week suspension. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So at that time, I just wanted to know context as far as, I know you said that, like the compensation for the show wasn't wasn't enough right. wasn't enough so it and definitely so, sucked to not work for two right. weeks because we were working like five plus days a week if we could at that time just to like pay rent and stuff so that was definitely difficult financially because we weren't yeah we weren't making shit on the show however it's like I'm not going to fight someone who wants to like try to make an example out of me by suspending me I'm just going to go okay so I'm on vacay yeah why not? whatever yeah. you know you didn't look happy when you were leaving. No. Yeah. No. I'm sure that was Well, stressful. it was tough too in that scene because Natalie then says, like, as we know, like Tom and I were not doing well. We've been dating now like five and a half years. And Natalie says, well, ever since you started dating Tom, like, which has been years, like she's just noticed like a shift, especially over 
the last however many years. And because we weren't doing well, it was such like a, Ooh, like a little trigger for me that I started crying and I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about him. Cause I just knew that I wasn't, you know, I just, just let me accept my suspension and go home. This is not the Dr. Phil moment to talk about my relationship with Lisa. <laughs> yeah. No shit. Oh man. Well, Glad you got that, got through that, got your two week suspension or vacation, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah. Unpaid vacation. Unpaid vacation. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. And we go to the awesome workout scene with Jackson Schwartz. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I love these little like comic relief scenes that usually consist of just Jackson Schwartz because they're so funny together. But Jack's his whole thing in this first episode is like how he wants Stassi back, how he knows he messed up. But he's sitting here like with Tom you know, having bro time being like, man, single life, you know, it's so good. I could do whatever I want when I'm single. I could eat cereal for breakfast, lunch, and dinner if I want to. Luke, do guys talk like that? Okay, not not currently, right? Although you and Jax are, you are Jax's age right now as he was. No, then. he's older. He's like 34 and this time 32. Okay, so he's a little older. But just in general, like when you were younger and single, would your, you and your guy friends talk like that? Where you're like, you're, you have a girlfriend, let's say you guys break up or you're having a fight and you're like, man, single life, yeah, that's the best. When you're with your dudes, but then when you're with the girl, you're like, I really want you back. Sure. Okay. Be honest. Yeah. yeah. So guys are, sometimes we're just like, man, it'd be a lot simpler if you just focus on myself. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Absolutely. Be like, oh, I'd get so much more done. I didn't have to worry <laughs> about anything else. It's like, but damn it, is my life better with her? Yeah. At the end of the day, it is. Even though, you know, there's, there's just give and take. Always. Right. There's always give and take. And sometimes you try to look at the other side and be like, if I was single and could only just focus on myself for this period of time, I'd get so much more done, be so much more productive. Is the grass greener. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You're, I mean, yes, a hundred percent. Yeah. That was fun. And I don't think that's unique to this age. I feel like I have married friends in their forties that say the same things at times. Obviously yeah. it's not how they truly feel. It's not the way they want, but at times of frustration, they're like, God, mm-hmm. it'd just be so much simpler if it was just me. Yeah. Yeah. I'd crush it on Tinder. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's what they all say. And then, you know, Katie's hair color comes up. I got to say, it's the first thing I said when this show opened or when she came in, I was like, what is up with Katie's hair? And so I'm not going to lie. I really liked it. Really? I I did. I feel like Katie is the one person can literally pull off any hair color, any haircut, any style. And she owns it and like makes it a part of her vibe. But I know that most people hated it. I mean, Katie's a beautiful girl, and I don't think that hair did her any favors. That's what most people say, yeah. It's just, I, you know, I think I, I might, my opinion might stand on its own, but I really liked it. Okay. I thought it was fun That's and fair. different. And yeah, Schwartz said, his, he made, <laughs> comment he made, landed him on the couch for a night or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So, <laughs> orange yeah, hair. Fair. Yep, yep. So here comes the deeper talk. Kristen talking about Tom cheating. Um, Tom leaves for work and Stassi comes over to the apartment. Mm-hmm. This is just so reminiscent of so many different times throughout my friendship with Stassi of like, now I can kind of see it, even though this is what friends are for, right? Your friends are there to listen, to be there for you and to maybe give advice, but just to listen. However, I can see in hindsight that how much longer, you know, can this go on for when your friends are hearing about your relationship falling apart and being shitty for years and years and years and like you're not doing anything about it. But this talk was very reminiscent of like season season eight, I think, or season seven when I was dating Carter and she was just like, 
we'll still be here for you, but you're not happy. Like, what are you doing? And anyway. uh, it is definitely, it is frustrating being a friend to someone that is not, never saying anything positive about their partner. It's like, I don't know how, what you want me to do here. I can't keep listening to the same thing. Do guys do that too? Sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Uh, yeah. They just won't take action. And all they do is complain or say negative things about their partner. And it's like, it's about impossible to support you in this situation. Mm -hmm. You got to take action or not talk about that because we've heard it 500 times. Mm -hmm. That's reality from the friend standpoint. It's very difficult. Yep, absolutely. And so then I, I go explaining in my interview by how I caught said hooker. Right. Bottle oh, yeah. service girl. So what really happened was this biatch created a fake account on Twitter that was, and she like catfished this like 19 year old from like the UK, like her photo and started DMing me saying that her friend hooked up with Tom in Vegas because Jackson and Tom were in Vegas for a modeling job. So that's when I called Katie and Stassi. I rallied the troops. We went right to work. Like I said, like we went through his phone bill, found all these Vegas numbers and just started calling all of them. And most of them were like his modeling agency until I get to a girl's voicemail. And I was like, you stupid son of a bitch. And then Stasi actually called Jax when they were on their driving home from Vegas and was trying to get it out of him because, you know, her tits and her vagina are glittering and made of gold. So Jax is going to like tell her anything to get her back. So he like sort of admits it, but he's in the car with Tom. So this is all stuff that happened like off camera. And then how I really found out, Luke, you're going to love this. Guys are so dumb. Tom gets home, immediately takes a nap, like goes right to bed. I'm not shitting you. His backpack is laying on the floor and literally fall, what fell out of his backpack was a little piece of paper with her phone number on it. Oh my goodness. Like, did you want me to catch you? Oh man. I didn't go through the bag. I would admit it. It was just sitting there staring me in the eye. Anyway, Stassi's infamous line. Sherlock Holmes has nothing on a woman scorned. It's pretty, pretty on point. And Absolutely. Uh, that's certainly Kristen's forte. <laughs> Luckily, I don't have to do that with you. That's a good thing. Yeah, I don't give you a reason to do that. Not at all. And you might be surprised. I've, I've got some pretty good Sherlock Holmes abilities too. Do you? You better not cross me. Oh my God. We're going to have to talk about that on Sex, Love, and What Else Matters. Okay. That's a great, great topic. All right. So now we get to the party prep. It's really quick. Sheena and Pandora's party prep. Right before everyone comes in, people, uh, Pandora and Sheena saying how they, was that when they said that they don't want to see you? I don't no, know. No, they said that like with Lisa before or something. Oh, I they're spe speculating on who's coming. Yeah, speculating on who's coming. Yeah. It was like, well, if Kristen's going to come, I don't know why. Pandora's like, I mean, she's not going to come for me. I'm like, mm, okay, Pandora, way to try to be cool. Just because you gave Sheena the most hideous shoes I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. So yeah, everyone comes in, we get to where everyone's sitting down and everyone's talking about Kristen and Sheena and Pandora don't want to see Kristen. And it's just because of Lisa. And I think at this point, Sheena looks like she just wants to be a Vanderpump. She's like, adopt me. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want to be part of this family. It's so awesome and luxurious is the vibe I'm getting from her. Yeah. It's like how I want like Chris Jenner to adopt me. <laughs> Mine's less oh, creepy man. though. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think back in those days, the thing is like, I love Sheena, but she just, Sheena wanted to be liked. She had like a bit of an ego, but like her self-esteem was not very great. As you can see, she just wanted to, she's like dying to be Stassi's friend. Right. That's all she like wants is to like the, the little check of approval by Stassi. And we used to say this stuff back in the day and I feel like Sheena would probably deny it, but it's, you can't deny what you see on camera. And you know, in this 
time sitting here after that whole conversation they cut to they say why are we all talking about Kristen anyway they move to Stasi's famous if she ruled the world mm-hmm. she w- ruled the world if you cheated yeah if you cheated and it would be I can't remember everything but it was like it, she would go mid- medieval on your ass everyone remembers these wonderful Stasi little isms and her little quick witty bites and she's like they would be drawn and quartered I would stuff their limbs so the party then basically the dinner wraps party moves to the bars and Kristen and Tom show up dun 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 super awkward I try to talk to Pandora um I remember that outfit I loved that outfit do you, so do you remember leaving Tom explaining to oh sorry what was the girl's name Tina Tina yeah okay so you and Tom walk up and have a conversation a brief conversation with Tina you basically say hi and bring up Tom cheating and well, then Tina say, says like so I've been hearing some things like is it true I was like that he cheated on me with a girl in Vegas yep it is okay you guys can talk about it bye yep I used to do a lot of that back then I would just throw out like an embarrassing jab and then like leave him in the dust I was very angry Mm-hmm. Had, a, had a lot of pent-up aggression back then. And then you went to talk to Pandora. Yep. So then I went to talk to Pandora for a little bit, and she was obviously nicer to my face than she was behind my back, but just like figure it out with my mother. My mother and I are not the same. Well, then why are you treating me like that? Okay. But the real kicker was when, oh my gosh, I'm standing at where me and Katie and Stassi are now outside. Yeah, I wrote smoke break. Oh God. So gross to watch that on camera. So gross. But we're doing that. Sheena comes out and immediately is like, hi, hi, hi. Like, how's everyone doing? Blah, blah, blah. And then her tune very quickly changes because we call her out. I'm like, why are you telling her that we shouldn't be friends? Or why are you saying Katie and I shouldn't be friends? It's none of your fucking business, you know? Right. And this is um, a theme that happened quite often on Vanderpump Rules. Right. And so Sheena ends up turning around, walking away. And, you know, goes back all upset. We get to Pandora and her boyfriend. Jason. Jason saying they're better than this and Ugh. walking off thinking they're royalty. Yeah. That's, that's what I interpreted. Yeah, me too. We're better than this. Okay. Well, good for you. Right. And so then Sheena basically tells, not basically, Sheena tells Katie to leave. Katie's smirk on her face and her yeah. shitty attitude and all these things tells her to leave. She goes to leave. And the Schwartz and Shay thing All of a happens. Sudden, yeah, Schwartz and Shay like get into this like. Well, <laughs> this, you say it because this was funny while we were watching it. Well, Schwartz says, "Don't take the girl's drama out on me." Yeah, like, don't do that. Just like talk to her, and he's like, "Talk to her for what?" Anyway, they, they they push each other or something like that. Yeah, it was like a shove, but everyone was like, "Oh my god, they're getting in a fight!" Oh, uh, Jax's little interview by it's like <laughs> I, I never expected it you know what he say i expected them to watch the notebook to and watch cry them, together yeah, i expected them to watch the notebook and cry together not a full-out duel yeah <laughs> okay if one shove from schwartz is a full-out duel <laughs> oh man but no i just thought the weirdest thing though when they break it up shay goes and cries on sheena's shoulder and sheena's eyes are so big i don't know what's going through her head at that moment but she's like what is going yeah, on yeah it's here? like he, she's like coddling him like it's her little boy like she's like it's okay honey but her eyes are so so wide like i can't believe that just happened at my birthday party right everyone will be talking about it for weeks me and my party that's how i read it and then katie and stassi and schwartz leave and jacks and you and tom Every, you you and tom walk we, off first. You, first you two leave first and then there's a little balcony talk sheena comes out to 
try to talk to Stasi. Yeah. And Stasi's like, like from her little princess castle it, and like her tutu. Tar- we called that dress her toddler and tiara dress. Oh, that's funny. But she's like, Katie, what are you still doing here? And Katie's like, mind your fucking business. I'm standing on the sidewalk. And she's like, Stasi, come back up. Stasi, where are you going? <laughs> oh man, you guys were kids. I know. No. Oh boy, it was a lot. And I think is that where they That's kind of it. left it, it, right? It wraps with them leaving and then to come and then it gives, you know, the whole what's to come in the season. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's all kinds of drama to come. So stick with us. We'll get to it all. Yeah. Luke went, oh my God, wait, who did Tom Sandoval just punch? And wait, what was that? And what was that? And I'm like, oh boy, here we go. This was a pretty horrifically epic season. I will say that. Right, man. It's like today, I don't know. I just feel like at this age and the people we hang around, someone gets punched, someone's getting sued yeah. <laughs> nowadays. <it's laughs> totally. Like they're, what are you going to sue someone for? No one had anything at that point, right? Exactly. You guys could hit each other. Du- We're going to sue out. you for the silverware from Sir that you stole that's in your apartment. <laughs> right. Yeah. No one had anything to go after. Tom and I had sil- Sir silverware. We had Sir glasses, candles. Right. And regardless of like going after, I just feel like it's in a more adult thing. You don't, you're in your 40s. Well, for me, at this age, I'm not going to hit somebody. If someone hits me, I'm probably not even going to hit them back. I'm going to make some uh, snide comment to them. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be that unless someone else gets involved. Because the way it's anytime I've been hit before, it ends with me grabbing their shirt or grabbing something. And then pretty much that's it. Because I don't throw punches. I know. It's always such a weird thing. You know how like sometimes I'll catch myself, like my sister and I do this a lot, where we're like, man, that person just needs to get punched. Like just one time, you know, but I also am like so against, contrary to popular belief, I am not a fan of violence. You guys, I know that I have laid a hand on someone or two during Vanderpump Rules filming as well as a few of us have, but I do not stand for it. However, some people have punchable fucking faces. Not just just punchable faces, punchable attitudes, punchable uh, like demeanors and personalities. Some people, Mm -hmm. I agree. There are some people out there that need to get punched in the face or they need to get punched to be taken down a notch. They think they're... Yeah. What did we, we said this like a couple weeks ago, we were talking about someone, we were just like, man, that person either needs to get like fired or punched or like they need to lose something. They need to like, really, like you said, just be taken down a notch. Yeah, exactly. And I, this might sound weird because I'm against all that now. And I never even followed through when I've been hit in the past. Mm Mm-hmm. I used to think I wanted to be in a bar fight. Like that was a bucket list thing. I was just like, <laughs> I just think it'd be, it'd be wild and crazy and like a good story. And I don't know. I just thought a bar fight would be kind of something cool. And now I've got no interest in being involved in that. If a bar fight breaks out, I'm heading for the door. Yeah. You should be on housewives then. <laughs> they flip tables and do all sorts of crazy oh, shit. No, I should have been, I guess. I'll yeah, say in my, in my twenties, let's go five to seven years back. Yeah. That's probably when I was feeling that way. Not at all anymore. Yeah, you would have been fun on Vanderpump Rules then because there's a lot of drink throwing back that went down back then. And as you see in the clips to come, Tom Schwartz dumping a drink over Katie's head. Oh, the drink throwing. That's such a theme in this whole series. It really is. It's like I've never never had a drink intentionally thrown on me, mm-hmm. like been, you know, spilled drinks or like, I don't know. Anyway, and I've never thrown a drink on anyone. And I just, uh, it just seems like... I don't know. There's Welcome so much to pettiness. Sir. It's so petty. <laughs> Welcome right? to Vanderpump fucking rules. Well, guys, we got through episode one because this is definitely the easiest episode for me of the season. Um, there are going to be some obviously tougher episodes 
coming up. So I reached out to my good friend Katie Maloney today and asked her if she would join me on this podcast recap for maybe one or two episodes that I prefer not to record with Luke. Okay. And if there's one that you don't want to record, I can record with maybe Rachel or someone else Mm -hmm. that is uh, clued into all of this. It's the past. It's in the past. It's just going to be a little difficult. But you guys, again, we love you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for all the emails, the DMs, all the comments. And we're, we're going to fucking stick with it. And we're at season two. And we're going to go all the way. We're going to get through it. You may have to uh, take a little volume before one of these. Yeah, a little volume, a little wine. <laughs> all right, Always guys. Fun. Well, we will talk to you next week. Join us on Wednesdays for Sex, Love, and What Else Matters. And every Friday, we will be recapping Vanderpump Rules Season 2. Thanks for listening. Bye. Make sure to follow us on social media. You can follow me on all platforms at Kristen Doty and follow Luke on Instagram at Luke double underscore Broderick. Be sure to click the subscribe button so you can stay up to date with new episodes every single Wednesday. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.